0: Thank you. Hello, and thank you for joining us on Sideline Story, your destination for sports news analysis and discussions. I'm Brandon Yates, and today we will be discussing the 2023 Hangzhou Asian Para Games. We'll chat about the athletes, the best moments so far, and the significance of the event. I'll be getting into all of these talking points with my two fantastic co hosts, Yang Guang and Fu Yu. And Yang Guang, we've already seen some phenomenal and memorable moments at the Asian Para Games up until this point. But from your side of things, what have been the highlighting moments of the Asian Paragames as a whole?
1: Uh, yeah, there are a few highlights at opening ceremony. Yeah. Um, first of all, how the um, Chinese para swimmer Xu Jia lin when she lit the cauldron, she actually held the torch with an intelligent bionic arm. Yes, yes, that's been widely reported on. Yeah, um, I was really amazed uh, because I've never seen this except in the sci-fi movies. And yeah. It showcased how technologies can help um, those with
0: disabilities. Yeah, absolutely. It's fantastic to see technology at this point in time in our lives being able to help those people with disabilities, whether it's in normal day-to-day life and in the sporting
1: world. Yeah, and and, um, apparently that um, prosthetic arm uh, can help those um, who have um, arm amputation. Mm -hmm. to perform actions like grabbing holding and even handshaking wow and it can it can help users to lift items and weighing as many as 30
0: kilograms wow so it's very practical yeah yeah yeah, and
1: more importantly it can detect the user's intention by interpreting the neural signal of muscle and allow them to
0: you know that's we're really living (laughs) in the future right
1: that's incredible and another highlight for me at the opening ceremony was the dancing by a wheelchair basketball player yeah. from Kuwait. Uh when he entered the stadium uh, with his delegation, the, um, the volunteers waved at him and amid a cheering crowd in the stadium. Yeah. yeah. And he got so excited and he joined the, <laughs> he joined the dancing and uh, Fantastic. By, by juggling his wheelchair.
0: Right. And to dance. Um, That'll probably be one of those viral moments when the Games comes to a conclusion, something that people remember for a long time. Yeah,
1: it was really a touching moment for me because I saw the confidence and the happiness Mm. from these para-athletes.
0: Yeah, they probably have that feeling that, you know, I'm finally on this global stage and I have the ability to showcase what I can do and I guess that was just a moment where all of that expectation and joy just jumped out of him.
1: Yeah, it's like a big party he was invited yeah, to. And much applause from the, from the stands. And uh, there are also some um, great moments from the competitions, of course. Uh, one performance re- that really caught my eyes was um, Chinese swimmer Guo Jincheng's um, men's S5 50-meter freestyle mm-hmm. race. Um, Guo had amputation on both of his arms and uh, he swam by paddling his legs yeah yeah. um, and but uh, he paddled really fast and he didn't take a single breath
0: the whole time in that 50 meter race and uh, he touched the wall first it just shows you their dedication and professionalism as well because i mean to train for something like that in its in itself is pretty incredible but then to be able to be able to hold your breath in that sort of sporting code on such a great stage. I mean, what an incredible achievement. Yeah, and then he touched the wall by knocking his head directly to the wall Wow!
1: without any fear, uh, in a very fast speed, actually. So that's really bravery. I think he broke the tournament record in that race. Fantastic! And uh, another highlighting moment for me was on um, a football pitch mm-hmm. in. Foo- of course, we love football. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in football, for athletes um, with uh, visual impairments, mm-hmm. um, Chinese player Yu Yu Tan he dribbled past almost all defenders. <laughs> from team japan and scored a fantastic solo goal producing a messy moment yeah yeah um, and 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 team china a one nil win fantastic in this version of football games all the players except the goalkeepers they wear uh, eye patches Um, oh yes i've seen this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they they can't really see what's going on on the pitch Hmm. they got uh, they received the instructions by their coaches on the sideline so under such circumstances Um, the Chinese player scored that fantastic solo goal, uh, which I think um, can be equally beautiful if
0: it occurs in a football game for able-bodied athletes. It's probably more significant in an event like this because there's so many more difficulties that this particular athlete probably had to deal with than an able-bodied athlete would have to deal with. Indeed. Yeah. So I guess it's going to be one of those footballing moments, regardless of, you know, able-bodied or at the para games that will be remembered for a very long time. Uh, for you, Yang Guang's already mentioned some very memorable moments yeah. um, from the Asian para games, And I'm assuming you also have some from your side?
2: Sure. Uh, I'm just as impressed as Yang Guang by the uh, double amputee swimmer. Mm. Uh, Since he doesn't have both of his arms, he probably had to swim for a longer distance since he had to touch the wall with his head. Well, it sounds like he
0: slammed with his head, which is pretty incredible. I mean, the dedication to... Potentially injure yourself to get that victory mm. is is pretty remarkable.
2: Yeah, and also his determination. But yes. He, yeah, without both of his arms, he still managed to win the competition. That is incredible. And also, another moment for me is when Chinese paddler Xie Mao San won the first gold medal of the mm. Hangzhou Games. So she's already made history, and there's actually even more history because her sport, canoeing, is making its debut at right. the parallel games. So she will go down in history as the first ever gold medalist in canoeing at the Paragames. Yeah. And um, she's, uh, this athlete is a wheelchair user. So she already has to spend a lot more time to uh, perform the tasks in her daily life. Mm. And to think that she still had to train for the Hangzhou Paragames is, I can't imagine what hardships or how much work she has to go through. Uh, Before she became a, and professional athletes she was a seamstress which was i think it's very different from what she is doing now because sure. because her old job doesn't look like it requires a lot of upper body strength i i may be wrong but that's <laughs> what it seems like to me yeah and to go from that to being a para-athlete is a huge leap
0: absolutely yeah going from intricate work to um, a sport that requires a lot of upper body strength yeah. I guess that's quite an adjustment to make yeah.
2: Mm. yeah especially for these people who are in a wheelchair she had polio as a child so she goes about in a wheelchair and uh, their lower body probably uh, doesn't function that well so uh, she gathers all her strength in her upper body and mm. uh, she won this canoeing e- event I think is incredible and I'm sure there are so many more stories like hers waiting to be discovered, um, even after the Asian Games.
0: Yeah, I think a couple of the moments that you've already mentioned, the two of you, I think those are going to be remembered for quite some time. But like you said, I think it's just going to be the start of many incredible things that we will see as the years progress. Um, Yang Guang, we know that the Asian Paragames is a very significant event for a variety of reasons, but from your side of things, what makes it particularly significant? I think um, the Paragames is equally significant
1: as the Asian Games. Absolutely, um, We have um, both games because because of the same reason. We celebrate sports, um, not only for able-bodied athletes, but for athletes with disabilities. I think the Paragames actually... Um, It's an occasion for some people to change their attitudes toward disability through sports action and how they are portrayed Mm. at the games, just like how I saw the confidence in that um, wheelchair basketball
0: player from Kuwait. I think it has an interesting impact on the way people view those athletes, but also the way potentially that those athletes feel about themselves. And even people that aren't necessarily athletes that are disabled, when they watch these athletes competing on a global stage, that must also be incredibly inspiring for them in their Mm day-to-day lives. And uh, what
1: able-bodied people bear in mind sometimes towards people with disabilities is sympathy or compassion. Mm. But what Paragames present is confidence, yes, courage, is bravery, is uh, optimism of these athletes. athletes um from the para games
0: yeah so it takes away that instinctive feeling i guess from able bodied people to feel sympathy and empathy for these athletes Mm. and people that are um, struggling with disabilities and rather to see them as wow just just like you and me competing on a global stage full of confidence full of talent
1: and people are impressed with their performances absolutely as they should be yeah for example i was really impressed um uh, with uh, wheelchair tennis players, I watched um, some of um, Chinese player Guo Luoyao's games, and um, she was really good. I mean, how she made the strokes, how how she hit the ball, how she moved alongside baseline on her wheelchair nimbly. That was really impressive to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said after um, her first round victory, I, I think she said. I've never seen so many people watching me um, to play. Yeah. But I think she totally deserves this. I think sometimes media misrepresents people living with disabilities. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. the Paragames is an, an opportunity to, to challenge this narrative mm. and um, showcase the determination and the resilience of the para-athletes because they also push for boundaries um, for what's possible of, in
0: their respective yes. sports. I was just thinking about that now because I think another unique opportunity that the Asian Para Games presents for these athletes and for disabled people around the world is to showcase to able-bodied people that these disabled athletes have so many more difficulties to deal with, but they managed to overcome those difficulties and produce something incredible. So it really is something that these athletes should feel confidence about because, yes, they struggle with disabilities, but the fact that they've overcome them and are able to represent their nations and compete really at a world-class level in a variety of sports, I mean, what an incredible achievement and what an incredible platform to inspire so many people around the world by competing at an event like the yeah. Asian Paragames. I, I think the Paragames um, is,
1: is like a creed to all the people with disabilities. Now mm. You can try out sports. You can pick up sports anytime, yes. anywhere. Uh, I actually I had this chance to talk to an American who promotes um, hand cycling for Those with um, spinal cord injuries Mm -hmm. in China, Uh, he organizes um, activities like hand uh, cycling trip from Yunnan to Beijing, which is 5,000 kilometers long. That's quite a distance. Yeah. And um, he organizes these activities to encourage people with disabilities to experience sports and Mm. outdoors. And he told me sports opens doors. And the Paragame is is a perfect celebration of these concepts. I really like this saying.
0: Yeah. And I think another great thing about sports in general, whether you're able-bodied or disabled, is that it encourages togetherness and participation and getting outdoors and living an active, healthy lifestyle. And I think that's particularly important for people with disabilities to realize is that... Yes, you're dealing with incredible challenges, but you also have the ability to overcome those challenges and live a really fulfilled, fantastic, active, outdoorsy, sporty lifestyle. And I think the Asian Para Games is a fantastic example of all of those elements that we've just mentioned now. Mm. For you from your side of things, Yang Guang and I have discussed the significance of the Asian Para Games. Is there anything else that you want to touch on?
2: Sure. Uh, for these kind of games, participation is always more important than the result. Yes. And... Um, uh, about why these games are so important or why we need the para-Asian games. Um, on a personal level, I think uh, one reason is to discover all the inspiring stories behind the athlete's success. Yeah. Uh, if, if you're going through a rough patch in your life, just watch the, the para games yes. mm. and see what they've been going through. And I'm sure that will offer not necessarily change, but at least offer some new perspectives.
0: Yeah, it kind to- of, when I watch some of those Asian para games, athletes competing, it makes me feel like the difficulties that I deal with on a daily basis seem so insignificant. Yeah. I mean, they're still my problems and I still deal with them, but to be able to see other people overcoming s- such incredible, significant challenges and be able to, yes. you know, um, showcase incredible talent on a global stage, it kind of, its it, well, it, not kind of, it really is fantastically motivating
2: sure yeah i like that word Mot- motivating it, yeah right? it motivates all of us and um, on a wider scale i think the power games are important because it makes sure that this group of people are not forgotten um earlier in our episode i, I mean the early stages of our podcast hmm. we've discussed um the development of barrier-free services or um, infrastructure, especially after the Beijing Olympic and Winter Olympic Games. Uh, The development of this uh, infrastructure has helped a lot of disabled people. So um, it's important that they continue to grow even after these international-level sporting events. Yeah, we need to
0: ensure that continuity, right, to make sure that it's not just for one event, but that it becomes a continuous effort to make accessibility and just day-to-day life a lot more sustainable and easier for people with disabilities, whether you're an athlete or just a day-to-day person.
2: Yeah, and and they are continuing to grow. In fact, at the Hangzhou Paragames, organizers have... Set up more barrier-free or wheelchair-accessible spaces for spectators, and also at the um, interview zones, they've lowered some of the barriers for athletes, for like journalists and athletes to have a better interaction. Mm. And actually, since the uh, these international level sporting events we've seen more people with disabilities moving about yes. before we haven't seen a lot of them because the environment isn't very friendly to them there yeah, it wasn't really
0: conducive them. for them to enjoy day-to-day activities easily
2: mm, yes yeah. and there, there aren't that many wheelchair ramps or any infrastructure that will help them get to places Mm. and today even those who are not stepping out of their homes some of them are making a splash online to tell people about the misconceptions or things that able-bodied people don't previously know about this demographic i think that's Helpful as well, and it'll also help able bodied people clear their misunderstandings.
0: I think it just brings them knowledge too. I think that a lot of able bodied people and athletes, just you know civilians, are not really aware of certain difficulties that disabled yes. people deal with, and I think events like the Asian Para Games and then those athletes that become famous or well known online, they can use their platform to spread awareness about the work that still needs to be done to assist the athletes, and just uh, disabled civilians as well.
2: Yeah, I'm one of those people whose perspective has changed Mm. after Mm. watching these games or after seeing more people with disabilities going about their daily lives. Um, Before, if I saw a disabled person, I would just stay away from them because I don't know if I will accidentally hurt them or disturb them. But now if I see a wheelchair user or someone with limited mobility, the first thing that comes to my mind is if they need help. Yes. If I should go up and ask if they need any assistance. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's also um, helpful for, I don't know if unity is a good word. for Approachability
0: maybe. I think that when we see events like the Asian Games and, you know, Athletes that are disabled that have a high profile when they go out there and kind of make some of their issues that they're dealing with, you know, they create awareness for it globally. Mm. I think it gives able-bodied people the confidence to communicate potentially with disabled people that they would see in their day-to-day lives yeah, and, yeah. and go up to them and say, look, can I help you? Is there anything that you're struggling with? So it does have a, a great reach in terms of um, moving accessibility of disabled people in general going mm-hmm. forward. But I think just for day-to-day civilians, it also creates awareness for them. Mm-hmm. And like like I've said, gives them the confidence to approach maybe disabled people that they would see in their day-to-day lives. Yeah which like you said maybe you wouldn't have done previously.
2: Mm, it also helps clear the mental barrier mm, between mm. different groups of people.
0: Yeah. And I guess that will be the legacy of something like the Asian Para Games is that it creates awareness for certain situations that maybe able-bodied people weren't aware of that disabled people have to deal with. And I think it also creates a great platform for, you know, institutions and governments around the world to create Environments that makes life for disabled people a lot easier and gives them a lot more accessibility mm-hmm. than they may have had. But sticking with the Asian Paragames, Yang Guang, we've seen some incredible athletes, some phenomenal performances. Have there been any standouts for you?
1: Yeah, there's um, a specific um, wheelchair basketball player from Team China uh, that really touched me with his story with Kobe Bryant. Uh, his name is Qin Shu Lei. He actually became a, an amputee when he was a child after an accident. And later he picked up the hobby of playing basketball mm. and he played on his wheelchair and became a really good shooter. And 10 years ago, when Kobe came to China, he had this chance to speak to Kobe face-to-face. Wow, at a what an amazing um,
0: opportunity to have.
1: Yeah, and uh, Kobe really encouraged him to keep on going with his basketball yeah. dreams. Kobe said, quote here, um, to go through the, the adversity to face the adversity yes. and not being afraid of it yeah. not running from it but instead embrace it and um, take on the challenge this is not something everyone can learn
0: in yeah. their lives and it's something that can be avoided too because some people do run away from their problems yeah, but yeah. a lot of these athletes well I, I suppose all of these athletes that we see at the Asian Para Games, they've faced those challenges head on which requires so much bravery mm.
1: and the Kobe said Ching was tough enough to deal with all of that and uh, he called it a really a big success yeah um chin was actually a teenager um when he met kobe um 10 years ago and now he has become a wheelchair basketball player yeah and i must a say it's, s-
0: team yeah and i must say some of the highlights that i've seen just on tv and online some of the best things that i've seen from the asian para games is just the shooting abilities of some of these wheelchair yeah. basketball players they are unbelievable athletes He's a really good shooter yeah. uh,
1: from national team. He actually got 17 points uh, from one of the games. He r- was really the star of that game. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, after years of exercise and hard work, his dream came true. And he says basketball has become a faith, a driving force in his life. And uh, he even wants to um, take part in the Paralympics sometime. Fantastic. I I saw a comment from a basketball fan on social media. He said, after um, seeing Chin playing basketball at the Asian Paragames, he said, Kobe will see it. Yes. It's really touching because um, to challenge oneself constantly has been the motto Mm. of Kobe.
0: Yeah, constantly reinventing himself, challenging himself and not being able to Sit back and you know say I've achieved everything that I possibly want to achieve. Yeah. You're constantly looking for new challenges to keep improving and keep bettering yourself. That was probably one of the greatest legacies of Kobe.
1: Yeah, and now this is perfectly reflected on a wheelchair basketball player. He inspired years ago. It's yes. really beautiful.
0: And I think that wheelchair basketball player will also go on to inspire so many other athletes yeah. around China and the Asian continent and potentially the globe. Mm. So that's been fantastic to see. So that was your standout athlete, yeah. right? And I guess we've also seen some incredible sporting action across the Asian games as well for you and um, there's been a lot of sporting events that we've all really enjoyed watching. Wheelchair basketball definitely being one of them. Have yes. there been any sports in particular that you've really enjoyed watching?
2: Yeah, I really like swimming because there are many categories under this sport um, depending on the athlete's physical limitations yeah
0: there's a lot of subcategories right for a variety of sports at the Asian Mm -hmm. Paragames depending on certain disabilities Mm -hmm. right
2: yes and uh, I think watching these swimmers it's incredible to see how they're able to balance their bodies and so go forward in water uh, despite not being able to move certain parts of their body Mm. or uh, missing limbs so I I think it's um, very inspiring I'm not a good swimmer I don't even know if I can stay afloat if you throw (laughs) me into the pool I'm very amazed by these uh, swimmers at the para games and also Blind football, which mm. Yang Guang yeah, yeah. earlier mentioned, yeah, football for vi- moments, yeah. visually impaired <laughs> people. Um, these people play football with uh, eye patches and they only uh, move around the field based on instructions. And I think it's also very incredible that they are able to work as a team, locate the goal and, and uh, score goals. I think uh, that's a very interesting sport. I'm not familiar with it before, but uh, since now I have more idea about the needs or the struggles and the dedication of these disabled people, um, I think uh, in the future I will pay more attention to this sport. And one thing I'd like to mention, if you're watching blind football, spectator etiquette is very important yes. if not mm. if not more important than that in tennis or in snooker yeah. Yeah. probably it, a lot
0: more yeah, because, because communication so yeah, important because mm. they
2: don't see and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they, they play based on instructions it to must avoid be quite a
0: unique experience as a fan though to be sitting in a football stadium and desperately wanting to cheer your team on <laughs> but you know if you cheer you're probably yeah, yeah, yeah. going to actually um, affect their performance in mm. a negative mm. way
2: yeah but they have to keep that to themselves yeah, yeah, because yeah. Uh, they have to avoid confusing the play Players, of
0: course. It also sounds like a unique element of the Asian Games, and something that I think will be a lasting legacy is that, um, you know, for the Asian Para Games in particular, or just para sports in general, is that mm-hmm. communication becomes so incredibly yeah. important. And probably one of the biggest legacies of the um, Asian Para Games um, and Para Games in general is that we're hopefully going to see a lot more awareness of um, people with disabilities, the struggles that they're going through. To also take away the stigma um, where able-bodied people look down at disabled-bodied athletes with with sympathy or empathy, and can, should rather change that mentality and look at them with um, you know respect, respect, and you know being inspired and motivated. And I think that's going to be one of the lasting legacies of this Asian Paragames in particular and you know, plenty of uh, other para sports um, going forward. But that is all we have time for on this week's episode of Sideline Story. Thank you so much for joining us and we will be back next week with our latest topic and we'll see you then.